Welcome to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Thank you guys for continuing to check out the podcast. I'm currently working on a new podcast called Obsessed with Death. It focuses on my obsession with death, and I speak to different people every week about death and a million other things. Uh, the latest episode that we put out was with a funeral professional and a woman who spent years picking up bodies from different locations all over Phoenix, Arizona. If you're interested in that, make sure you go check that out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. But today's episode is about my friend Tim, Tim Bonney, somebody who I grew up with, somebody who shaped me in a way that I feel like I am who I am today because of him. We grew up together, we share a few stories, we talk about mental health. Tim is currently a therapist with a master's degree in therapy, and uh, a big reason I'm the person I am today. It was super exciting. Again, we hadn't talked in probably over 10 years. It could have been more. We couldn't even figure out when was the last time we spoke, but I got him on the podcast because I wanted to catch up, and I felt like, what better way to catch up? than on the podcast. So if you're interested in hearing a few stories from my childhood and a different perspective on who I am and what I was like growing up, definitely check this episode out. And also please check out my new podcast, Obsessed with Death. Either way, this is a new Speaking of Nothing, and thank you for listening with my friend Tim. so good to see you. I, I, I want to focus more on the fact that we haven't seen each other in what at, at, I'm going to say at least 10 years. Yeah, that would be the, yeah. we're conservatively. Being, yeah, we're being very generous if we say 10, oh, yeah. um, which is crazy because but there was a time though where we saw each other every freaking day just about, right? I mean, it's well, obviously we're kids. <laughs> I will. I was going to say it's crazy. We go way back. back Dude, we go so far back. We're so old now. That's how far we go back. But w that's what's crazy is that I haven't seen you in so long. We, we, we'll, we'll shoot each other messages online every once in a while. You're, you're honestly better at it than I am. And I appreciate it because it's so <laughs> great to hear from you. But um, there was a period where we were like kind of inseparable. Like we were oh, hanging yeah. out. All You're one of my closest time. friends, dude. Every dude. like every day, dude. Yeah, I know there it was not abnormal to hang out with you to see you, man. You know, four times a week, you know right? I mean? And sometimes for like seven out, like all night. Bro. We'd hang out, dude. We'd hang out. Like, oh, come on, wrestling, video games, the finer things in life. Are you kidding me? <gasps> Keep in mind, this is the this is the this is the most this is the purest and probably the best part about. Yeah. What we're talking about right now <laughs> is we're grown-ups, <laughs> right? Check this out. Hung out yeah. sometimes for hours on end. No weed, no alcohol, no Nothing. women. Just Cheez-Its, video games, wrestling. <laughs> dude. Like the purest. <laughs> it was honestly, it's, dude, I love, I love, I love that you say that because it's so true. I mean, there was, you know, I think as we got a little bit older, maybe we, we kind of drew apart a little bit just cause you were a sure. little bit older than I sure. was. 
and once you reach a certain age you're in an age where like hanging out with me is like a little different because you're doing new things with new people and i honestly one of my one of my memories of that is like never in like a bad way it was just like oh yeah this is like how life is going or whatever but we were able to like you said hang out for hours and hours and it's because we had a few things that we equally loved so hard and then on top of that we just like had a cool like back and forth like we were we just i think people are gonna be able to hear that now too like it's dude it's like i it's like i saw you yesterday (laughs) it really is but we're both grown-ups dude you know what i mean it's It's but okay turn to grown-ups it's it's crazy it's crazy but Okay, so I met you. I guess maybe did I did I meet you? What do you? It's probably easier for you. What? Yeah. You were were you a freshman in high school when I met I you? I was. I was a freshman in high school, and yeah. I, I I had to have met you in. I moved to Arizona. I'm a Bay Area native. Of yes. Course, Shout out Fever, the Bay, San Francisco now. Yeah. Yay, yay! Proud Glendale resident now, though. Yeah, yay. Times two. Okay, okay. Uh, nothing wrong with that. You know, Glendale in the house. So, uh, <laughs> local. Doesn't have this, a lo- doesn't... Trying to get a local sponsorship. I'm a proud Glendale. <laughs> I'm a Glendale taxpayer. I pay attention to the issues. I'm active in my community, and I give a damn about Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> doesn't right? have the same ring to it as I'll, Bay Area, but... I, I still want that on the record. Let the record show. Please don't edit that out, because I, I want the never. mayor of Glendale. Hold on, man. Let me Google who... The mayor of Glendale is what we're talking. But yeah, so I moved to Phoenix and that was mm, 2000. So that was 2000. I think I met you. Shout out to Jerry Weirs. I think that's how you say his name. Mayor Glendale. Uh, So I met you. We met through a mutual friend of ours, Chris Wheeler. That's right. Yeah. So Dub introduced me to you because Dub and I were into like video games and wrestling especially and, I and you guys I both you guys both went to goldwater together yep, yep. both right. went to goldwater together one of the first dudes Keep it up, uh, yeah one of the first i like that nice local drop one of the first dudes who i met and kind of became really cool with and then he was like yo man you gotta come, come meet rob and i was like who's rob he's like, oh he lives like six houses down or something yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. okay cool man we walked down and then next thing I know, we're playing uh, we're playing wrestling video games and watching wrestling pay per views and just hanging out, being goofy, going to the Dude. park, like doing kid yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. We we were so deep into WWF and and uh, Nintendo sixty four. That was oh, yeah. like that was it. That was that like. You you say like oh there was no drinking or those drugs but like those were our drugs man oh yeah like, we were like addicted to that shit. hey man we went through a lot of cheeses quiet as his cat <laughs> we sure did dude we sure did shout out to your mom for just keeping cheeses on just deck. oh dude that that was my go to oh, I yeah. I still love a cheese it it's oh, been, yeah. it's been, it's been a while but like I still will. I still will uh, get a box of Cheez-Its every once in a while. Shout out to Cheez-Its. Let's get oh, that yeah. sponsor. Can we get a sponsor? Yeah, we get a sponsorship. What's up, Cheez-Its? Man, throw me some free Cheez-Its. I'm happy. They're like, uh, listen, we won't give you any money, but we'll send you one box of Cheez-Its every month. Oh, perfect. It's fantastic. Dude, it's I would kill for a free box of Cheez-Its every month. <laughs> I would love that so much. I'm easy to please. We're going to uh, tag them. Tag them in the post, too. Let's I, will, I will 100%. Oh, yeah. Got to do that. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's funny that you mentioned Nintendo 64 and wrestling because video games is something that has never left me. 
You know what I mean? At all. Yeah. And it's funny, man, because I talk, I'm a therapist, obviously, and I talk about self-care a lot. Like, what are the things that you do to unwind? How do you, uh, you know, um, get some of that mental weight off of your uh, mental shoulders, for lack of better terms? Like, what are sure. some of the things that you do to promote self-care and wellness and health? You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and especially now, it's, it's become kind of cliche in our field. You work for a, an agency or you work in behavior health, you work in, you know, mental health, whatever it is. And people are your agencies and your directors and your CEOs are like, well, self-care is important. We got to re- avoid, uh, you know, compassion fatigue and all these these things that are going to burn you out. You know, and a lot of people talk about it, but they're not about it. Right. Which sure. sucks. But anyways, you have these conversations and I say to my peers a lot. I'm like, you know, one of my big coping skills is, is I play sports games on mute. And I listen to music to this day. I'll play Madden. I'll play FIFA, something where I don't have to listen. And I'll just listen to music. <clears throat> and um, that's been huge for me. But also, I got back into professional wrestling like I was, a year okay, and so a half ago. <laughs> I was going to ask you because I unfortunately lost both of those things. I don't really play video games anymore. Um, it's- Rob, you're breaking up. You're breaking I don't know. Hello? Hello? Bye. <laughs> Can you drop Zoom calls like phone calls? it's dude it's a it's a bummer honestly so like i do have i've got an xbox one um i bought it during the pandemic because it was like i i thought that was going to be my moment where i was like "Mm." i thought that was going to be like okay this is how i get back into video games i saw those commercials for the 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 re you know rebooted whatever it is of tony hawk and whatever Uh So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get an Xbox. I'm gonna fucking play Tony Hawk, and it's gonna I'm gonna it's gonna I'm gonna get right back into it. And I probably played Tony Hawk for like three weeks, and then I just never touched it again. Dude, you got me beat on three weeks, man. I played Tony Hawk for like <laughs> twenty minutes, and I was like, man, I suck now. This isn't like it used to be. I used to wreck at Tony Hawk. That's just uh, not dude, the case now. I, I sucked real bad. I got probably by the third week, I probably got a little bit better, but. At that point, I was just like, no, I'm going to go back to doing whatever I was doing before. The but I, I, I never got back into wrestling, and I love that you're getting back into it now. So there was a period. How long was that period where you weren't watching it? Like oh, 10 years or so? Yeah, dude, 15 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. WWE had like the little WWE network. And, you know, you remember Oscar. Oscar had it. You know, my old, you know my boy Oscar. So Oscar had it. So Oscar just threw me his login, right? So I, I would watch like WrestleMania or like it would be like The Rock's coming back and he's going to be at this pay-per-view. I'm like, well, I'm going to check out The Rock. You know what I mean? Or yeah, like every now and then I hear like, it's Legends Night. So like, you know, DX and Hollywood Hulk and uh, yeah. The Rock and Stone Cold or Ric Flair. I'm like, oh, I'll check those guys out. But all these new guys I'm like not into. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, I really... I respect the marketing of professional. I remember one time I was texting Oscar during like a, a reunion night or a legends night or something. And yeah. I texted him. I said, man, this is brilliant marketing. Do you see what they're doing? And he was like, no, what do you mean? Cause Oscar's a dummy tag Oscar in this. Shut up, Oscar. I hope Oscar listens to this dude. He, dude. Oscar is such a badass like boss. Now he's like a global director was, of something rather. Of course like, he is. He's dude, a badass Os- dude. dude. Oscar was a boss. When we were kids, and Damn I, I, props. he was like, he was like, he was your age, a little bit older than me, and I remember looking up to him like he was fucking 
just like the sensei of like being a young dude you know you, you were a big part of that too you you and chris and oscar were like these like i was so lucky to have dudes in my life that were like close friends that were years two years older at least around two yeah. to three years older yeah. that were like kind of mentoring me to like yeah. how like how to approach i remember you giving me advice on the school bus like just like classic really? fucking of course dude i, I, remember, I, I don't, I don't forget that stuff man i don't remember shit like that dude you 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 dude chris especially before me and chris moved to anthem and met you chris was like always looking out for me i have my my favorite chris story is that i had this bully in middle school right this like tall ginger kid just would fucking punk me every day he was like he probably had like 10 inches on me he was a monster <laughs> he would he would punk me every day and i remember one day dude i got so fed up and was like that's it man i'm gonna fucking fight this guy like i'm throwing like i don't care if he beats the shit out like i'm gonna attack this enough dude is enough and i remember throwing my backpack down and he's like staring at me and i like put my fists up and i'm like dude let's just fucking go man like i can't handle this anymore and all of a sudden he just turns around and starts running the other direction and i'm like and i'm like fuck yeah that's what i thought and then i look and chris is just sprinting at him like chris saw from a, a mile away this dude was trying to fight me and chris just starts running <laughs> right at him and just chris just zooms past me and this kid is just booking it and it was one of like these like the, the, the kid never even looked at me again so i feel like i had that with chris i definitely had that with you it was such a cool like i said like i remember taking the school bus because you went to goldwater and i went yep. to o'connor but i still remember we took the same school bus for a while and i remember you like always kind of like just like yelling shit out to me like as i'm getting off the bus like just dude, such a fun i great experience this day dude i definitely remember gassing you up dude like Anytime yes, I, I mean, I had so many to, questions. Bro. Yeah, and you, I, I, man, it, it. Anytime somebody wants to like chop it up, especially like somebody's like a little bit younger than me, which yeah, is something yeah, that's yeah. really carried. Like, I spent time as like a teacher before I was dude, a therapist. It, well, I was gonna, and say, I dude, love that role of like mentorship and teaching young people. I feel like it's a gift that God has blessed me with to connect with young people. Yeah, and not to say that I know it all because I certainly don't, but the opportunity to, there, dude, there's so many older cat. Two of my best friends are, you know four or five years older than me you know what i mean well I was, so they give yeah. me that knowledge and i want to then pass it down to like the younger kids especially when i was young i'm well, like so, yo man i'm 16 yeah. you're 12 man this was coming <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> well dude dude and, and that and that's what that's kind of my point of this whole like Probably childhood rant sister. thing is yeah. that mm -hmm. it's so fucking it, it makes so much sense that you become a therapist because you were literally giving me free therapy like in a high school friend kind of way <laughs> you were, you were, you were, we had we, we were clearly you you never acted like you were older or better or or you know bigger or whatever it was you, i never felt that with you it always felt like just like we were friends but i knew you were older you knew more and i respected what you said but it's so perfect that you become this this therapist now because dude it's, it's so clear even back then like that's what you were meant to do Man, God bless you, brother. I, that that certainly affirms a lot of the feelings that I have. I definitely feel like I was put on earth to be yeah. a therapist and to help people. And I love my work, man. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do it, man. So it's cool. Um, well, hold on. Wait a minute. 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 See, 
I want people to know. I want our sponsors yeah. to know that I remember yeah. what was going on. And I was talking about how I got back into wrestling. Yes, yes, yes. So, oh, thank you. I'm so bad quick, at that. Okay. I'm, I'm, see, I'm, man, I'm ready. I can't wait to launch my podcast. That's I can't. Soon. I Dude, I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm, you, you don't understand. I'm going to bug you so hard about doing that. Please do. I you're going to be my first guest. You'll be my first guest on the podcast. Do you think um, I'm not? You think you're not about to become a reoccurring guest on my podcast? Because oh, let's let's do it, man. I can't wait. I, I want a friend of the, friend of the cast, uh, Timbo. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> okay, so, so, so 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 Oscar shoots me his WWE Network yeah. password. Whatever, I check it out every now and then. Every now and then, I'm bored. I flip to it. I, I just can't get into it because I don't recognize the, these people. Yeah. If there's somebody I see there, that's fine, whatever, whatever. So long and short of it is AEW launches, right? AEW is uh, all elite wrestling. So AEW launches and they're big. One of their, they're like their lead dog is Chris Jericho. You know who well, Chris Jericho yeah, of course, is. Of course. Of course. He was yeah, a great time for sure. He, he was the shit. So I'm like, oh, like, okay. And again, going back to wrestling and marketing, that's brilliant marketing. Cause I'm like, I recognize Chris Jericho. I'll check this out. This yeah. must have some legitimacy to it. Yeah. And then I start seeing like other, like uh Cody Rhodes, who's the great death of Rhodes, baby. Hey now, sweetness. Hey now, death of Rhodes in the I building. Do. Now you don't know nothing about no hard times, daddy. Hard times is not knowing when you're going to get the next paycheck. Hard times. Love Dusty Rhodes. Anyways. So Cody Rhodes yeah. is his son. There's a couple other guys. So I checked out the, like their, and then they got a contract on TNT. So I checked out like the first episode and then they had all these dudes who I never heard of who were doing like, I mean, dope ass wrestling I had never seen before. And I was like, this is the shit. So then I started watching it and now I'm like full fledged. Like I watch AEW every week. It's, it's fantastic. Makes me feel like a kid again. And it's like, yo dude, this is my thing. And I don't, I I know I'm 34 and (laughs) I'm watching wrestling and it's hella funny, man. I was talking to a lady friend of mine and she was like, um, she was like, it's all staged. And I was like, whoa, 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 easy, easy. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, let's, let's, let's take it easy there. And I remember talking to another buddy of mine. He's like, yeah, man, but wrestling is fake. And I was like, yo, yo, brother, we don't, we don't use the F word, my guy. We don't, we don't do that. <laughs> 35, almost 35 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, man. It's So no, that's but, been fun, man. Okay, but. And, and, and it I, connects I, me to my childhood, man. It takes me sure. to times where things were like simpler and easier and less stressful like that's the kind of thing i need to disconnect from the reality of what i do sometimes sure. professionally but yeah. i don't i don't want to think about the real i'm gonna watch some wrestling and feel like a kid again and get caught up in these stupid it's it's they're basically soap operas they're a hundred percent soap operas and you know what bugs me and uh, look again i'm not like really watching it or really getting into wrestling anymore now but coming from a legitimate fan from back in the day, I also didn't like when people made those same comments where they're like, okay, but it's fake. And you're like, okay, well, first of all, every television show you love is fake. Right, so, bro. like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, what, what? why does that fucking matter? Yeah, dude, you, it's, think, it's, you, you think John McClane really saved the Yakutomi <laughs> Plaza from terrorists? Like, no, but you love Die Hard. Exactly. It's, it's entertainment. I think I think a soap opera is probably the best way of putting it, and I don't think that's a, that's putting it down because it's an again, action soap opera. Dude. Sure, and and how long have fucking soap operas been around for? They're the, like the most successful thing in the world. Like they've been around forever. So sure, if you want to compare the thing I love with another thing that's extremely successful, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent okay with that. 
But yeah, dude. And this is another I, thing too. I, just yeah. real quick, one yeah. a Timbo philosophy, man. One of my favorites, dude. My general philosophy in life <clears throat> is: if you're not hurting yourself, and if you're not hurting anybody else, then you should be free to live the life that you want to live. So if you Absolutely. like uh, 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 river dancing, if you like <laughs> tap dance, if you like yeah. painting murals with your dog species, like I don't care if it makes you happy, you're not hurting anybody, you're hurting yourself, then not live your life, dude. Sure. So let me Dude, watch my wrestling. I, I love it. I, I 100% agree. And again, it just shows like this like weird understanding that we've always had because again, we haven't fucking spoken. You, you essentially could be a completely different person after us not seeing each other for so long. And the fact that we both still completely agree on, on almost everything that we've t- talked about is, is uh, incredible. So yeah, I love that. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of just like specific things because I do want to talk a little bit more if you're if you're okay with it about you becoming a therapist. I'm super interested in that and and how you got there and the process and like what you're doing now. Um, I'm I'm a man of therapy. I've been in therapy for a, a while now. I, I I think it's incredible. Man, I, I tell everyone to to do it. I dude, I couldn't imagine my life without it. I just want to commend you for for helping kill the stigma, dude. Because dude. there are so many people. I've been in therapy myself. Yeah. Um, I think there are so many people. I tell people all the time. Usually, one of the first in within the first five minutes of conversation when people talk about, "Hey, what do you do?" I'm not, oh, you're a therapist. Uh, I almost yeah. always say, "Dude, every single ninety nine percent of people." either can benefit from some form of psychotherapy. And I think a hundred percent of people would agree that there was some point in their life in which they could have benefited from psychotherapy. If you get a cold, you don't freak out. You take, you know, uh, uh, Theraflu, you rest for a couple of days, you drink some oranges, you take some vitamin C. If you get strep throat, you go get antibiotics. If it happens once a year, twice a year, whatever it is, it happens once every two years. So if you um, lose your spouse of 30 years, if you were, um, if you grew up in a single parent household in which your mother was overburdened, overstressing, you didn't feel connection or love because of that. Like those, there's things you need to process through, man. And I think it's so normal. And if we looked at it the same way as we looked at other things, then I think we can make some real progress with, with mental health care. So I, I really commend you yeah. for bringing that up and just saying, yeah, dude, yeah. I've been in well, I, I'm dude. I, I'm very open about it. I've talked about it on my podcast before. Um, I, I, I don't get like too into it. Like I don't, I don't, I, I have, I have some other like podcasting friends who are like super open and like, will like promote their therapist and stuff, which I'm not like against, but like, I do kind of keep a little bit of, of a wall up on that just as like a privacy thing. But, oh, sure. You have to tell people what you're in therapy no, 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 for and what you're but, working through. But, yeah, man. I a hundred percent like to talk about, cause there'll be times cause I do it all through zoom. I, 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 I just, mm-hmm. that's just how I do therapy. And um, sometimes I'll do a therapy session and then I'll, I'll need, there was a point where, like I said, I was doing podcasting, like I, I, I had signed a contract and I, I had to do episodes. So there was <clears throat> I would go to therapy and then I would have to record an episode like right after therapy. Oh, so wow. I would just sound, I feel like I would just sound different. I would speak different. Cause I had just mm. been talking to somebody for an hour about like my emotions. So I, I felt like it's I came exhausting, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exhausting. That's tiring. So I would talk about it and I would tell people like, look, you know, maybe I seem more open on this episode or more relaxed or whatever it is. It's like, I just came from therapy and, and, and I tell people, you know, obviously all the examples you said are exactly what I say too. I go, 
you like going to the gym, right? Like you like exercising. Like it's just fucking going to the gym for your brain, dude. Like well, that's shit. just all it is. It's just like, yeah. you, you got to work that muscle out too. Absolutely. Um, so that's super exciting. But I, I do want to just get, before we get into like catching up on what we're both doing now and stuff, um, I was trying to think of just like, and I, I appreciate you doing this podcast because just to give like full disclosure me and tim were texting a little bit and (laughs) and he he was like dude i want to do the podcast and i was like i would love that and then i was i've been doing pod this is you're you're my third podcast today like i've been fucking yeah today's been a busy day i'm doing a bunch of shit so i was (laughs) i was i was editing some stuff i was on the computer i had everything set up and we're like texting and, you know, Tim's like, I want to I want to be on the podcast. Like, we got to catch up, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then you you message me and you're like, oh, I'm just playing Madden or whatever. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's just do it right now. Like, let's just do it. Because we've said before, like, we're going to catch uh-huh. up. We're going to do it. Yeah. And we and, we, and yeah, life we do gets it. in the way. Yep. We'll and we didn't do it. So I would. And, and, and I and you, you're like, you pushy <sighs> motherfucker. And I'm like, I am a pushy yep. motherfucker. But that's how we're going to get shit done. So let's just do it. So I basically forced him you to do this right me. now. <laughs> yeah. You strong armed me. But, you know, I'm okay with it because you're but right, I won't, bro. I'm not going to keep you all night and you're going to get your Madden time and whatever. So it'll be fine. Oh, but man, Madden is done. I'm a professional now, bro. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> I would hope I would, tomorrow. I would. Yeah. Kind of. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sleep some kind of thing. But there. do you have like. You're it, right. Hey, you're, I just want to say you're right. I want to commend you for that because. It would be, I'd have drug it out. I was like, let me get me fixed my mic and do this and do that. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you just, you, and, and honestly, you know where I got that confidence to just be like, hey, Tim, no, let's just do it right now. You know where that comes from? That comes from fucking therapy, buddy. Oh, comes, yeah. Be more assertive. Absolutely. I love absolutely. It. Are you I kidding me? Where yeah, you, before therapy, I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll do it. And then in my <laughs> mind, I'd be like, we're never going to do it. And, <laughs> and I would just be over it. But, Therapy has taught me to know you, you, you know, you want to do this, that you could, whatever. So do you have like any is, is, and, and obviously there wasn't a lot of time to prep or anything, but is there anything that like kind of comes to mind? Like besides like the playing video games and, and, and is there there any, what is there like one specific story or something that you can think of that like comes to mind? Oh yeah. You probably already know where I'm going with this. So as you said earlier, man, I used to see you. (laughs) I used to see you all the time, yeah. all the time. You know, oh shit! I already I do know where you're going. Go ahead. I, I, damn near every day after school, I'd walk over and be like, "What's up? Did you do your homework? You busy? What's going on, man? Let's play some. Let's play some No Mercy. Let's play some WrestleMania 2000 or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Sometimes I'd come <laughs> Dude, over with WCW Chris. versus NWO mm-hmm. and No Mercy were fucking classics on 64. I still have them. Jealous. Very jealous of that. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I went on a, a quest to find my find Nintendo 64 and buy the games. I used to like it. One night I was drinking and <clears throat> woke up the next morning and bought like an N64 on eBay and all these games. It was stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'd go to your house all the time and um, without, you know, getting into the weeds too much here, your, your mom was at the house the majority of the time. Yeah. Mom was very mellow. I'd ring the doorbell. If you were busy, she's like, Man, he's got shit going on. Rob, call you to the door. You're like, yo, man, what's up? We'd chat for a couple of minutes and then, you know, I'd, I'd bounce or you'd be like, I'll call you later and come back an hour later, whatever it was. Right. That was the thing, deal. too. Like, we were kind of like phone buddies, too. Like, we would chat on the yeah. phone sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. Mean, dude, that doesn't fucking exist anymore. No, it does not. And <laughs> I, I do remember that. And I always, I oh, always yeah. go back to that as like a thing that, like, I definitely remember and, and was oh, kind of yeah. fun. 
Yeah. Was that we would just be like, Yo, I'm, gonna grab, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grab the house phone. I'm gonna call. <laughs> I haven't seen t- like Tim didn't show up at the fucking front door today. Like, let me just check in on my guy and make sure he's doing okay. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So yeah, bro. <clears throat> so yeah, man. Um. So, anyways, I, I roll over one day. Hadn't heard from you, whatever. And I, I remember I <laughs> hadn't been online. There goes another drop. Yeah, You'll yeah, see yeah, one as a messenger. Oh my! Okay, hey, was a messenger. Really, 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 <laughs> really quick though. Too, you still have the same fucking email address yeah. mm-hmm. as like your aim name in yeah, fucking right. two thousand two. That's right. I got it on Yahoo. I got it on Gmail. You know what I'm saying? This. I think my Twitter I handle. Love it. It's who I am, bro. I, I love am. it, dude. It's it because like I've gone through so many fucking emails and instant messenger and all this bullshit. And you, uh, you, sh- I, I, I text you. And I'm like, shoot me an email so I can send you the Zoom link. And you're like, boom, here you go. And I'm like, it's the same. Name. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. it so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. Sir. All right, I keep interrupting. Go. Um, on. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. So. uh you know, I had heard from you a little bit and cruised over to <laughs> Yeah. I cruised over to the house and you know, um, I'll try to describe this the best way I can with no visuals, yeah. but back in the day, folks listening, if you walked up to Rob's house when we were kids and you rang the doorbell, Rob had a window. So imagine you're looking at a front door and to your left is a big window. Okay. <laughs> that big window was Rob's room. Yes. So when you rang the doorbell, Rob could rob you the 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 the, uh, the 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 blinds would come up and he would yeah. see your face where he lift the blinds and separate them real quick and you could see his face. I knew everything so, you know, that was going on out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You ran the doorbell, Rob. Boom, boom, right there, peeking out, seeing what's up. So you know, again, I ring the doorbell. His mom's there. You know, by the time she opens the door, Rob's turning the corner right behind her, and there he is. Okay, yeah. so I remember one time I cruised over there. I hadn't seen Rob in a little bit. You know, whatever, whatever. I ring the door. I ring the doorbell. And I'm Rob pops open the blinds, <laughs> and he's got this different look on, like a scolded dog. He just has this awful look on his face, and he just starts shaking his head, no. And I'm like, what? And as I'm looking at the window, trying to figure out, what do you mean? No, I'm all confused. The door swings open and here's Rob's dad, who I've only seen a couple times or whatever. And I'm like, uh, 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 I'm shocked. I'm looking at the window. I'm looking at Pops. I'm going back and forth. I look at him. uh, uh, Is uh, is Rob here? And Pops is fired up. And he's like, in this New York accent, Rob is off limits nobody's coming over there's no video games none of that rob's off limits and i'm like oh shit and i'm like oh oh oh, oh, oh okay sorry I, yeah. I, like, I just got yelled at for just being your friend oh, sure. i'm all spooked i'm all shook up uh, uh and uh you know pop i'm like oh okay sorry he's like you know trying a couple weeks and i'm like oh okay and yeah. you know he 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 closes the door and right as the door closes boom blinds pop open again and you're looking at me you're trying to bounce this out to me and i'm like what i'm holding my hands up what and you like prison dude like prison i used to do therapy in the prison like prison you run and you grab a piece of paper you write a little note and it's like call you later and you know i jam out i'm all scared i think i ran out of your oh my god 
that's the story that stands Dude. out the most to me by far. Yeah. Okay, by so far. a little bit of a backstory because I, of course, remember <laughs> all of that. Basically, what? Okay, so what happened was the night before. I had gotten caught sneaking out of the house. So uh, there was a period of my, my, my early days in high school where there was like a group of friends where we would all meet up um, on the bus on like Friday nights. And we'd be like, all right, cool. Fucking 1230. We meet at the skate park or whatever it fucking was. And like, that's where we would meet somebody's somebody would like steal a bottle of like Chardonnay from their mom. And we would like drink, we would swig fucking chugs out of the Chardonnay bottle at like the skate park at like two in the morning. And it was just like this, you know, it it, it was, it made no sense. It was just like, it's kid stuff. Yeah. That was just like what you did as a, as a kid or whatever. And I remember, dude, I used to be so scared of getting caught or I would be so scared of, my parents going into my room and me not being there and them thinking I got fucking kidnapped or something. So I used to, (laughs) I used to leave a note. The reason I was, it was so quick for me to grab pen and paper and leave you a note was because I had a fucking (laughs) pad there. And I used to write a note to my parents every night when I would sneak out and be like, Hey, if you're this is exactly what I used to write. Hey, if you're reading this note, I'm already in trouble. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I promise I'm okay. I'm just I'm just with my friends. We're at the park. I'll be home soon. I'm already in trouble. <laughs> you just admit guilt. I knew. I was like, if you're reading this note, I'm fucked. So like <laughs> I might as well apologize before you even see me. Um, that's one of the best things I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. You just admit go. I'm the polar opposite, dude. I'd be like, well, how many things could I spend? Who died? Who was in an accident? Yo, uh, mama, I don't left because uh, Rob got bit by a, a javelina. I had to carry him to the hospital. Mom, look. I'd be Oh, yeah, you'd be like, be like that. Yeah, like, yeah, what are you talking about? I was taking a shit in the bathroom the whole time. Like, you, I, I was, I've been home this whole time, dude. So, okay, but the, but the best part is, is that I didn't get, I didn't even get caught that way. I got fucking, I, I pissed off my sister, Kara. About, about something and she ratted me out because you know like you said my 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 window was on the first floor by the front door so what i did was i removed the screen from my window and i put it under my mattress oh. and no nobody's like paying attention to like the screen missing so all i had to do was just open my window at night and just step right out so I would do that. But anyway, my sister ratted me out. My dad comes home from, from work that day and he goes, let me look under your mattress. And I'm like, well, hold on a second, bud. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you got to look under my mattress for? Uh, privacy and rights. And, and he, he pulled out my, he pulled, he pulled the, the screen out and fucking lost his shit. And I get it. Cause like, again, I was roaming like origami, huh? You yeah. Oh, dude. I just. <laughs> I mean, I had I, I showed him the note too, and he's like, "I don't give a shit about this stupid fucking note." And I took my fucking grounding, and 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 I didn't see any of my friends for a while. But, dude, that's so goddamn funny. Um, oh, man. my Rob's favorite. Like, Rob dude. is off limits. I'll never forget oh, the way he said "off." So funny. 
Oh, know, well, he's dude. from New York. You know, I'm from San Francisco. I had never very many people say off like that. He's sure, off. Oh, sure. Limits. My like, oh, dad shit. had been living in New York for over 40 years. <laughs> that, that, I heard I heard every single year with <laughs> off limits off right there. That, yeah, that, that accent wasn't going anywhere, man. And, and it would only get worse the louder and angrier he got. He was fired up. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was probably getting fucking yelled at right before you knocked oh, on that man. door too. That's why my oh, mom answered man. because my dad was fucking giving it to me oh, and man. Tim's fucking rolling up. He's got fucking N64 under his shoulder and fucking Papa Petrillo is not happy oh, about man. it. Papa P was oh, not having it. So goddamn funny. <laughs> All right. So one of the memories I have, and obviously like we've got a ton of stuff, um, obviously just like, one of my favorites was like we used to go to the movies a lot. Um, I remember you took me to go see Pootie Tang in theaters. Do you remember really? that? I do not, bro. Dude, at I, all. I remember I remember I just loved Chris Rock. And I had only known Chris Rock through maybe a little bit of, of Saturday Night Live that I saw like way back and I, 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 he had like a few movies. I remember watching like Down to Earth, which, which was super mm-hmm. funny, and, um, and then his stand up. And I, and maybe he like hosted like the, because I remember like you guys used to come over for like, we would rent wrestling pay per views and stuff. Um, and that's another one I kind of want to talk about really quick, but we would, we, you would come over for like the MTV Movie Awards. Like we would oh, yeah. just do stuff, like whatever was like that Friday night thing. Like, if it wasn't video games, it was, like, whatever was on TV, we would just all watch together. And I remember loving, like, the Waynes Brothers, and I remember loving Chris Rock. And that was another thing that I think we kind of bonded on a little bit. And you told me, you're like, dude, Chris Rock has got this new movie coming out called Pootie Tang. We should go check it out. That's so funny. And I had no, I had no idea. I knew nothing about it. And we went and saw Pootie Tang in theaters and it like fucking changed my life, dude. Seriously? Like, it, dude, it was I, there. Okay. F- there's never been another movie like Pootie Tang since then. Like, do you remember Pootie Tang at all? Dude, I, I totally do not even. Know <laughs> oh, man. So, like, I most mean, pivotal moment of my life. I'm like, uh, I don't remember the movie. <laughs> it was just like such a new form of comedy and like a just you know chris rock played it was it it was it was probably around the same time as like eddie murphy doing like uh like uh what was his big uh, nutty professor and stuff Uh like that like but chris rock played like four different roles in pootie tang and it was just fucking hilarious. I just loved Pootie Tang, the way they spoke. Like, everything was just hilarious. For and you, remember, it was probably this whole different experience in this genre of culture that you're just like, what? Sure. Like, uh-huh. I was, you introduced me to a lot of different stuff, and Pootie Tang was one of them. <laughs> but then I all, you, we, I, but we also went to, like, you know, whatever, like, the, like the, the popular Friday night. Like, I remember we went and saw the first uh, Fast and the Furious together. Oh, yeah. In oh, theaters. Yeah. And I remember we got there kind of early and we're sitting in the theater and it's still just like, it was like right in the beginning of where there was like commercials and like, you know, advertising in movie theaters and stuff. And we're just sitting there and the lights are still up and, you know, some, you know, cute girls start, we're at AMC 30 up in Deer Valley. Mm -hmm. So like some cute girls start walking in 
and you know i'm just sitting there like i'm not going to say a goddamn word and you would immediately start talking to them you know <laughs> i do i specifically remember i specifically remember you getting in front of the like cuz we were on like the row at the at the bottom where it's separated where there was like a, a walking path you know to like the to like the low like the low like you know neck breaker kind of seats and I remember you getting out there and you were like dancing and like talking to people <laughs> as they're like coming into the theater. And I was just sitting and it was just such a fucking eye opening moment of like it. Obviously, you, you showed me like this new form of confidence. And then at the same time, it was just like, dude, I fucking love this guy, man. Like we're fucking waiting for the previews to start. If it was me, I would have just sat there and like read the fucking commercial that was on. <laughs> And instead, you're like dancing around and you're like saying hi to people. And these cute girls like end up sitting close to us because you started talking to them as they were there. And dude, nice. one, dude, just one of like uh, just like a fun childhood, like at the movies with my buddy kind of thing. Man, back when the big dog used to do a little something somewhere. Man. It's funny. man. It's so, so funny that you mentioned that because I don't remember that. Yeah. But and that's also interesting that you have no recollection of that. I love that. It's it's funny because there are so many men, like people are like, you're so dynamic. You're so much fun. Like people who like have met me like recently. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think back, I'm like, dude, you should have seen what I was like before the world beat this shit out of me. I spent sure. so much time in my life. I've just kind of gotten back to being like, yo man, this is who I am. And if people don't like it, that's too bad. But there was a long time where I was really told, <clears throat> fairly regularly to a certain extent that aspects of my personality and my boldness, my loudness, my confidence, my goofiness was unacceptable, not wrong, not, not okay, but just unacceptable. Was especially that like, professionally. Like, I was going to say is was, was that professionally? Yes. Yeah. yes especially professionally. And um, I you know, you know why hard. that is though, right? Is because you just made those people uncomfortable because they wanted, yeah. they wanted to be like that, but they couldn't. Yeah, I think there, I think there's a lot of uh, we we got a that's a whole four hour podcast <laughs> if we want to get <laughs> we do we, we can do we'll, we'll do that, that. We'll we'll do that episode another time. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of reasons, but man, a lot of that stuff got washed out of me, and it sucks, man. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, like, this is the best analogy I can give you, man. Imagine, like, the purest form of yourself, um, you know, and you're like, no, I gotta, I gotta wash this out of me, and you stand underneath the shower head for four hours a day, six hours a day, eight hours a day, sometimes 12 hours a day, just trying to rinse all of the essence of you out of you. And you're yeah. trying to get rid of it and get rid of it and get rid of it. And now I'm 34 and I'm, and, and, and I'm now it's like, I'm on the bottom of my knees and the water's off and I'm trying to scoop out all the essence of me and bring it back and hold on to it. Because a lot of those aspects of my personality or they're not gone. They're still in there, but yeah. there are parts of me that I have not almost like a brain. Like I haven't exercised that part of my brain in so long. You know what I mean? I remember talking to a buddy of mine about how, like, exactly what you're talking about, man. I used to see a cute chick, man. I'm, I'm going to say, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, cutie? <laughs> how you doing? Dude, Tell you... me about yourself. Like, I want to game yeah. you up. And I'm a convert. Like, I want to talk to people. I want to get to know people. And in adulthood, I'm like, mm, she's cute. At the grocery store, I'm like, <sighs> other side. Nah, Timbo, man. Let that girl buy her eggs in peace. Leave her alone. <laughs> sure, sure. No, no. I, I think, I think that. Okay. I, and you know what? I do understand that, and I, I get what some people are saying. Where it's like, yeah, you know what? 
look, this 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 young woman who might be attractive or whatever might be at the grocery store grabbing a few things. And yeah, she doesn't deserve to like have to deal with like giving you a reason to not want to talk and stuff. Like, sure. I, I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different, I think, when we were younger because you know we're like sixteen oh, yeah. we're at the movies. It's and it, Friday. And it, and it's, yeah, and, and it's young also girl, and that's course. normal. And she's with her girls, and, yeah. and and it's not exclusive to those engagements like engagements with girls and flirting even like just being goofy or making people laugh or cracking jokes like i've I've toned a lot of that down yeah well i did tone a lot of that down now i'm at a place in my career i'm like (laughs) yo dude the people who i work with know who i am i tell people i tell patients i tell co-workers i know i'm like listen our work is very serious and when it's time to be serious i'm going to be very serious and when there's an emergency there's nobody you want more than me all right outside of those times I want to have fun, man. I want to laugh. I want to be goofy. And if you can't understand that, then this probably is not the place for me. You know what I mean? Whoa, no, that sounds good to us. (laughs) No, and 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 I'm I'm happy to hear, man, that you're getting back to that way because, again, dude, like you were a part of like shaping who I was. Like the people you kind of grew up with in middle school and high school and college, whatever that that time period is where you're like learning who you are and who you want to be and stuff you're shaped by your friends and like the people that you're around. And we were, like you said, we were around each other nonstop. And if we weren't around each other, we were on the phone. We were texting over aim. Like we were always fucking talking. And I genuinely do feel like a part of my personality and like who I am now. And like part of why I could do this podcast, like, and I could just talk like forever and just have these conversations and it seems so like free flowing and normal and stuff is part of like the relationship that I had with you and a few other people, but you were a big part of that was like, we just had that kind of friendship where it was like, we didn't like hide things. Or, like I, I never felt like embarrassed to like tell you that like some girl fucking broke my heart or like I had a crush on some chick, like stuff that like when you're that young is like so hard to talk about, but, sure. like, so easy to talk about because We'd go to the movies and you would just be like so open to being like, I'm going to go talk to that girl. And then maybe she rejects you and you're like, all right, man, let's watch this movie. And it was like, <laughs> and it was like nothing even happened to you. Like, and if that happened to me, it would have destroyed me for months. And you were just like, nah, that's cool, man. That's just how that shit goes. Dude. Like, and, <laughs> and it's, dude, it's a hundred, you are a hundred percent of part of who I am for sure. That's and awesome. That was, and that was like a big part of it too. Like stuff like that, like going to the mall and, and being on the school bus <laughs> and going to the movies and all that stuff. So well, dude, a hundred percent. One of my favorite things was like going, going out on like a Friday night with you and like whatever it was, like we had Brother. such a good fucking time. Man, you humble me, man. That's one of the kindest things anybody's probably ever said. I, to dude, me, man. You, you deserve. Me. I love awesome. it, man. I do. I love That's it. That's awesome. Um, the the one other thing that I want to mention really quick and see if you remember this at all is uh, we <laughs> did go to a wrestling pay per view together. Did we oh not? yeah, we did. We okay, did. So, we did. Dude, we I, did. I know. <laughs> dude, I was legitimately talking about this like two days ago. We did, man. It was me, so, you, and Wheeler. So, yes, and you had your driver's license by this point. Yes, and we were, dude, we were fucking, uh, it was a WC or WWF, Uh some sort of pay-per-view in Phoenix, and Uh I, dude, I have no recollection of the wrestling whatsoever, but all I remember is us fucking hauling ass down the 17 (laughs) and getting a fucking crazy flat tire. Do you remember that? 
Oh, I don't remember the flat. What? Really? Dude, okay. We so got I a flat? Just, I remember we're fucking hauling ass down the 17. And all of a sudden we start, I, I'm in the, you and Chris are in the front and, you know, young little Rob is hanging out in the back seat <laughs> and, and, and it, it's the back right tire where mm-hmm. I'm sitting. And I just remember I start hearing like that thumping, you know, like that fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> and, you know, we all felt it. We all heard it, whatever you cut and pull off on the, we're on the fucking side of the 17, you know, you're, you're probably 16, Chris is six. I'm like fucking 15, whatever it is. And we get out of the car and we look and the tire that we were driving on was slowly just cutting right down the middle. It was about to be sliced completely in half. I remember that. I remember the flat, but I don't remember the circumstances, but I I do. I do. That was the first time I had ever been in like a car. (laughs) Wait a minute, Rob. Wait, tell me more. How we get out of that? I don't remember that at all. Oh, well, dude. I'll, t- dude, I'll tell you. I remember everything. I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> I remember the not. It's funny. All right. I'll feel what I remember afterwards. So we pull over. We look at the tire. And I just remember thinking like, holy shit. This t- it was like almost it, it. It wasn't completely, but it was almost sliced completely in half. Like if you just fucking stuck a knife in and you cut right down the middle the whole way. Um, but it was like we pulled over just in time before the tire completely ripped in half. And. I, you know, we must have been taking your mom's car or your, you know, whoever, whoever's car it was. Um, and I, but I just remember we pull over, we assess the situation. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I'm losing my mind. And then I think either you or, you know, one of us had a, had a cell phone at this point and we called your mom and your mom shows up on the, she drives down, she gets behind us on the 17. And this is when I like, because, you know, look, it, it's we don't need to get into all of this, but like, I just know if this was my parents, they would have been like, your night's over. Like, <laughs> you got a flat tire. We got to figure this out. Like, re- there's no wrestling. Like, your night's because my parents didn't have the energy to like deal with my situation and then also still get us to wrestling or whatever it was. Uh-huh. But your mom showed up and she said here's the keys take my car i do okay and i will deal with the car and the flat tire and we just got in the car and fucking left and your mom just fucking handled it like a fucking boss i gotta call my mom and tell her that because i have now that you tell me that story i do remember it dude i totally remember it man dude it blew my mind that your mom was just like no go have fun you don't need you're not an adult like you're a kid like go have fun i'll deal with the adult situation and it blew my mind and 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 i remember i always loved your mom she was always so sweet to me she was just the sweetest person in the world i hope she's doing okay oh she's great man that's the queen man and that's so humbling and dude it blew my mind and i had such a respect for her after that and we went to the fucking pay-per-view and we had a great time, I'm sure. And it was fucking it's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, and we, we, we had a car to get home and whatever. But, dude, I just remember thinking, like, I can't believe we, we didn't even skip a beat. It was like, here you go. Here's the keys. Go have fun. And your mom must have had to have sat on the side of the fucking I-17 for who knows oh, how long man, and wait for somebody to come change that tire and whatever. 
and it was incredible. Uh, the wrestling was fun. I have no memory of the wrestling whatsoever. That's what I remember, and I think that's really important. Man, that's nuts because I don't, I don't, re- I don't remember that. Well, yeah. now that you tell me the story, I definitely remember like switching cars with my mom. On the, I just yeah. don't. I just didn't remember that that was the night we went to. I don't remember if it was SummerSlam or WrestleMania, or what, but I didn't something like that. Yeah, I don't remember where it was, man. But man, shout out to my mom. My mom is the queen, man. dude. She's awesome such and she's doing good i mean oh mom's well man good. it's funny man because you know i get older and you know man now in i don't want to say we butt heads you know what i mean it's not like that at all but we definitely have difference of opinions and stuff but yeah. <clears throat> i don't take her for granted she's the strongest woman i've ever met i get my strength from her my dignity my class my desire to want to be great like you know yeah. my mom's awesome but as i get older there you forget about those things you sure. know what i mean i don't I, like i don't i don't remember that and then i'm like oh i do remember that dude yeah your that's mom it. wanted to make sure you went to your had a, and had a good time cuz yeah. it was important to me yeah. that's all you can't ask me any more than that you know i i hope you bring that up to her and you i'm going to call her when that. we're done with this we'll we'll see what I time love it is. It might be late but it, it's funny man because i remember one other instance where i'm like the other instance that i think of with my mom where i'm like man other moms wouldn't do that, dude. No, like, dude. My I remember mom never have done that. Okay, so I don't. I oh, well, I remember it now, but I didn't remember it in that kind of context. But the one yeah. that I'll never forget that really stands out to me with my mom is, <clears throat> you know, I've hip hop since I was a kid. You know, Jurassic Five and the Beat Nuts came to Phoenix, and I I was a <laughs> sophomore in high school. I think I was yeah. fifteen. Jurassic Five, the Beat Nuts, and a young and up and coming hip hop group called the Crown City Rockers, who were and still are the shit. They okay. opened and they were the shit. Hell yeah. They had a chick named Cat Quano on keyboards. Cat Quano gets down. Anyways, <laughs> there. So Jurassic Five came. I had a dude who I went to church with who was my guy, my guy Ryan, man. I hung out with Ryan a lot. Shout out to Ryan. He taught me how to DJ. I took me to shows and stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But um. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would love to talk about your because you were always religious, too. And I was never really Still religious. religious. Yeah, Still yeah, religious. yeah, 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 oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that was a, and again, dude, another reason why we have to do more of these for sure, because I would love to get in all into all of that, too, because we never really bonded or like I, I didn't go to church or anything like and mm-hmm. it was a big part of you. But again, that like never fucking even came close to interfering to our friendship whatsoever. It was just like. Oh, you love going to church, and I don't. Like, cool, whatever. Yeah, we and still it love wrestling. Yeah, yeah, bro, it should. It's and that's like, the, I feel Most like that touches. More... Yeah, that touches on like right now too a lot too because it's like, yeah. oh, if you don't believe the same things I do, then like I yes. can't even fucking have a conversation well with you. And at the time, like, I wouldn't even have thought about that as like an issue. It's just like, yeah. oh no, that's just like what Tim is into, and like that's just the one thing I'm that we don't like we don't do together. It's like right. I don't care that he does that, but go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're. I think you know it, man. I, my line over the last probably year and a half, especially since COVID and all these divisive issues, it's been a very divisive yeah. couple of years in America. It's a bummer. You it's know, a- it is a bummer, but I've, I've, the things I've been preaching is, listen, man, we need more grace. We need to treat each other with more grace and be patient with one another, man, because yeah. we are all trying to figure this out. All of us, no matter For what sure. your opinion is, no matter what size, we're all trying to figure this out and, and, and navigate these waters. But People um, also just aren't as lucky as us to be so fucking killer as humans and like you know me and you are fucking awesome people so like they're they're just they they don't have the ability to just be like 
you know, to have that. We we were lucky that like we had that bond, you know, like yeah. that was a big as, as, as sure. kids, as kids yeah. too. Yeah. Like you know, a lot of people don't evolve to adulthood, anyways. Yeah. All right. So I want to hear about so, the show. Go ahead. Okay. So it's this big show. Ryan's been taking me to shows for for years. You know, well, yeah. a couple of years at that point. I feel like hip hop shows, for whatever reason, are like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights for some of these indie shows, some of these smaller shows, or smaller venues, whatever it is. So anyways, the long and the short of it is, or maybe it's a Sunday. It doesn't matter. Regardless yeah. of what night it was, I had school the next day. Not only did I have school the next day, I had a math final the Ooh. next day. Yeah. I'm terrible that big. at math. That's big. Um, dude, I'm awful at math, dude. So I remember I approached my mom about it weeks before. Ryan's like, hey, dude, Rass is five coming. You know, if it works out, this and this and that. Like, if your mom's cool, I'll come pick you up. I'll, I'll drop you off at school the next morning. Because I'm like 15. So my boy Ryan from church is like, I think he was 21 at the time. He's like, my big brother, he's like, I'll pick you up from school. We'll go to the show. You'll crash in my house. I'll drop you off at school the next morning. Bring clothes and shit. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Then I'm touching my mom. My mom's like, absolutely not. I'm like, mom. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you got finals? Are you kidding me? It's a school night? And this is weeks out, three weeks out. You know. Yeah. So I'm working on her, working on her, working on her, working on her, working on her. And it ain't no secret in our household I suck at math. Everybody, <laughs> if we had a dog, the dog would have known I sucked at math. We never... <laughs> I don't, uh, to this yeah, day, yeah. I gotta marry. If I have kids, I gotta marry a good woman uh, who's good at math. Because if sure. they come to pops, I'm like, this here. We writing papers. I got you, man. We doing math. <laughs> I'm not your guy, man. Go on, highlight yeah. your mama, man. You want to you want to play Madden? Yeah. You want to talk to girls? Like I got um, and you. I, listen, man. And I am a scholar. I have a master's degree. <laughs> I will help you write a research oh, yeah. paper with ten sources. I can help you prepare for your presentation. Like I got yeah. you. But if it's math, I'm out. Sure. I'm out. Anyways. So we get to like a couple of days before mom's still like, no, I go to my mom the night before the show, whatever school night it was, I go to my mom. She's literally half asleep in bed. Right? <laughs> That's the time to do it. That's oh yeah. She's half asleep in bed. The TV's on I'm like mom. And she's like, well, I'm like, mom, mom, please. Can I go to the show? Mom, please. Ryan's going to pick me up after school. I'll go to the show. He'll drop me off in the morning. I do this all the time. I, you know, Ryan, you know, it's family. We go to church. You go, say, oh, Saturday, my place. And my mom's like, no, honey. Like, no, it's a school. I'm like, mom, please. I get it. I'll go to school. Like, we'll stop and get coffee. Like, I'll be good. And she's yeah. like, no. And uh, I'm like, mom. And she, I'm like, mom, please. And then she's like, you have a math final. No joke, Rob. No joke. <laughs> I go, I go, I go, mom. I'm going to fail that final anyways. <laughs> we already know I'm going to summer school, Mom. Please. And she's quiet yeah. for about six seconds and she goes, okay, you can go, but you're going to summer school. <laughs> the ability the ability to just be like, no, nah, he's right. He's right. He's, I, going, to, he's I, going to summer school no matter what. I was going to go to summer school anyways. You might as well let me go to the show. And she let me go to the show, dude. Oh, she I'd let love me that. go to the show. So it was, dude, it was the it was the sick, like one of the, to this day, dude, and I've seen Jurassic five now, I think, I think three times now. Yeah. <clears throat> by far, dude, by far. That was one of, that was probably the best hip hop show I ever went to. It was fantastic. It was will so you, fantastic. will you pick one of your favorites? Cause I, I like to end these episodes with some music and I feel like that's only appropriate if we end it with something from, cause I don't know them. I don't know. I don't know. Anyone, <clears throat> so, so send me something and we're going to end it on that episode or on that with that music for sure. That's amazing. Most definitely, man. They had uh, they had dropped an album called Power in Numbers. 
Okay. So that'll be our date mark as to what year it was. But I think I was a sure. sophomore in high school. I think that was 2001. Anyways. Dude, I love it. I love it. Your mom was always so cool. Dude, the the vibe in your house was always so killer because, you know, your mom set the vibe in the house. I felt like, you know, there was like another vibe going on in your room, like just like the way we lived and like played video games and like bullshit (laughs) and and talk to each other. And, you know, you got like your turntable sometimes set up and like there was all kinds of shit going on in there. Um, so there was my mom was really good about giving me my autonomy as a yeah. child, and I talk about that a lot. Is is you know I, I worked with I pretty much worked with kids my entire adult career, with the exception of one point five years. So pretty much since I was eighteen, whether school or behavior health, or education rather, or behavior health, I've worked with children in some capacity. And the two things that I preach about specific to raising children and mental health, the children, kids get in trouble at school, you get disrespectful, this is a snap, blah, blah, blah. The two things that I think are of the utmost importance are, <clears throat> and it's so, so difficult. It's so much difficult now versus when we were kids, right? But you have to give your children some level of autonomy to live their lives. You've got to give them their space. You've got to give them their privacy. And I get that that's hard, but you can't be, up, you can't be all with their asses, dude. Like they yeah. have to figure things out and fail privately. There's going to be big failures. If your kid gets arrested or it gets into a car accident or something gnarly, yeah. mom and dad are going to know about it. But if your kid does something stupid, um, I, dude, here was a stupid example. I remember a kid I hung out. I didn't even hang out with him. I didn't even know him in Anthem. Rode the school bus with him. He had a um, he stole a golf cart from the community center. He was like, yeah. "Yo, come check out the golf cart." I got got in the golf cart with him and Chris. We we were romping around the desert. He flips over the golf cart. I end up having to grab another buddy. We get the golf cart out of the ditch. Nobody's hurt. And I remember being like, "Yo, dude, like I could have got rolled up with that stolen yeah. golf cart. Like, well, that's not a good look." Yeah. My parents had no idea, and it wasn't a big deal, but that's something that I learned from privately, right? Sure. You have to give young people the autonomy to figure – they need to have their golf cart experiences. That's one. Give them their autonomy. Give them their freedom. Help them support them and help them, but give them the opportunity to figure things out. The other thing is that young people need some kind of positive social-emotional outlet. All right. Not related to their family and not related to school. Okay. Do yeah. you podcast? Are you in the band? Um, do you play football? Do you box? Are you in Taekwondo? They need something that's independent from everybody else in their life. That's their own thing to kind of start developing that kind of question of like, what am I into? And what am I passionate about? And what kind of drives me? What brings yeah. me peace? And if you can help young people and promote those two things, I think that's important. I think my mom did a especially the autonomy part. My mom gave me my freedom, my autonomy, and didn't. There were other people in my life who would blast me and kill me. And Tim's off limits. I had my birth of that too. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but that was Dude, the mobs. <laughs> I, 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 I 100% agree with that. I, I, I remember going to your house and hanging out and even just like us hanging out in your room, like playing video games or just, you know, talking or whatever it always had like a vibe like that was your space. Like it felt like it was not necessarily like you had your own like apartment kind of vibe, but it always felt like you had your own space. Like your mom never violated that area. Like she didn't come kicking in the door. She didn't ask a bunch of questions. I'm sure if she, (laughs) if she, if she wanted to know something, she knew she could ask you and you would tell her. But yeah, Definitely. It was a very specific type of vibe that like I I didn't feel with like any of my other friends that I would hang out with where it just felt like she was doing stuff just different, man. She was just doing things different. 
That's so interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely going to call her when we're done here and just share that with her because there's letters. I'm like, yeah, she blew it. You know what I mean? No, I, and of course, you, I'm, I'm obviously, a, and you know, I, I'm also basing this off of my of singular experience. But, no, but that's that perspective is important. Obviously, we yeah. look at our mothers differently than the people around us look at our mothers. Yeah. We have different yeah. relationships. It's, yeah. a, it's a different level of close and understanding. But, but no, nah, man, that's, that's, that's good. I need to hear all that. This, is, this has been fun, man. Yeah, buddy. And, you know, I, I know you got work in the morning and we don't have to go too long here. It's already, it's almost. No, la musica. We're going to talk about some musica too, man. Well, okay. I, I don't want this to just be all about what I want to talk about. But um, the only other thing that, like, I'm kind of interested in hearing about, and again, we haven't fucking caught up in forever, and uh, you've talked about is that you're a therapist now and I've seen you post some stuff and talk about some things. And I know you've worked with like, you know, from what, again, what I can gather, like troubled youth and like all mm-hmm. kinds of different stuff. And like, how did you get to that point? Because like, I, I, again, we, we were, we were friends through high school. Like things started, I, I got really into like radio and work and stuff pretty early. Like I was probably like 19 when I got, or maybe like 20 years old when I got like my first job in radio. And that like, kind of, I, I immediately just met a whole new group of people. And I, and I kind of lost touch with a lot of, of the people I was close with. Um, but I don't really remember us ever talking about like what you wanted to do <clears throat> when you finished school or like, going to college and stuff. And obviously now, like we've talked about, like it's, it makes so much sense that you're doing what you're doing, but like, how did that start? Like, how did you get to that point? Yeah, man, it's weird because I didn't, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, again, giving all kinds of props to my mom and my dad. May he rest in peace. He passed away when I was, you know, my good years and stuff. I want to say either 19 or 20, but anyways, they both beat it into my head. Like, you know, you go to college. You know, yeah. and I didn't have good enough grades to go to like ASU or anything like that. I was shitty at math, like I said. And, uh, you know, I went to GCC and I went to GCC and I started studying psychology. Not even, I didn't even start studying psychology. I took um, psychology 101 my first semester. Yeah. And the first class I was like, man, this is really cool, man. I really enjoy this. So I took, I started taking a bunch of psychology classes. I decided I want to be a psych major. I found was out. Was there, was there anything specific that like kind of stuck with you that like made you like, what, was there something that was like a teacher? Like, what was it that like made you realize like that was the thing? Man, I had a, I had a, I had a teacher who I met with him just before I started grad school, probably like seven, eight years after I had him. I reached out to him, we met for lunch. He gave me some advice. It was great. But uh, Oscar Harden, Doc Oz. I had Doc Oz and everybody raved about Doc Oz. I had Doc Oz. Dude, really quick. I love the fact that like, it's just Oscars are the people in your life who are like, (laughs) are you you just attracted to Oscars? Because we we also have to do a whole nother fucking podcast on, uh, dude, how do we get fucking Oscar on Zoom? Because I fucking love that dude. Dude, if we shot him an invite right now, he'd pop up probably, dude. Oscar Oscar deserves a fucking full episode. We'll we'll figure that out. (laughs) We'll figure that out. Because because really, really, really quick, and and, and I want I want to talk about what 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 we're talking about, but Oscar was a part of my life just because he was such a big part of your life. And it was weird because he lived in San Francisco. He never lived in Arizona. 
he would just you guys were so close that he would come visit all the time and so i got to know oscar through you and like him visiting and you know and then and then being able to chat on like aim and whatever like i mean even oscar used to give me like girl advice and like date like he was a part of my life for sure he was funny man oscar did live in arizona with me for a little bit we were like 18 19 okay all right yeah so that was probably oh yeah yeah. i was like but dude i remember and this is so specific, but like, I remember like I used to, when I was like 16 or whatever, I had a go ped, you know, those like little like oh, motorized yeah, scooters. And I remember like, screwy Louis. Yeah. Screwy and I, dude, I, I specifically remember talking to Oscar about like how I liked some girl and like, I wanted to like go talk to her or whatever. And I just remember Oscar being like, <laughs> dude, uh, dude, almost an exact quote. I could probably still, still pull it out really quick as Oscar goes, why don't you jump on that fucking scooter of yours and go talk to her right now? <laughs> Like I, I, I fucking rolled up on my fucking GoPad <laughs> to go see you guys and like talk and we're like talking in front of your house and I'm like, yeah, I really like this girl, Caitlin or whatever. And Oscar's like, well, what are you doing talking to us, man? Like go roll up on her house right now and go say what's up. And I'm like, no, you're, you're right. What am I, what am I, dude? He was, you, the two of you, man, were so influential on me. <laughs> And and developing confidence with talking to women, it, it's dude. It, it, I'll never be able to fully explain like the 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 confidence that I got from the confidence you guys had. Even if it wasn't like, even if you wouldn't have done what you were telling me to do, the confidence that you had in telling oh, I would have done it. I got to get you up right there. I would have done it, man. For shoot, sure, shoot. for sure. Again, <laughs> like got to shoot that thing, man. She's got to shoot. <laughs> Even like, for sure, like just even us at the movies, like you would do it. It was just, man. I was like Nick Young, man. I was like Swaggy P, man. If you got to shoot that thing, I'm gonna give him a shot up. I don't know. I remember one time, man. I remember one time. I I remember one time at work. This is fairly recent, a couple a year or two ago. Is I told you, I'm not I'm not who I was when I was 16, 17. I I don't shoot how I used to shoot. But I remember looking at like um okay. Uh, also, you would shoot high, but like your success rate was relatively well too. Hey, like, thanks, guy. I appreciate. The, no, 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 no. Like, look, look. You, you, the girls, we were kids. They weren't coming home with us or anything, but they would. Always, no, we don't do that. They would always. The they would always be intrigued. Yeah, they, let's they just would talk. Always, they would always fucking laugh. Home. They Damn. would always. They would always laugh, and they would always just be like. Oh no! Like it was never threatening. It was nah. Never- I used to make a lot of friends and get a lot of phone numbers back in the day, man. I remember. <laughs> I remember, I buddy. I, I wasn't. I don't. <laughs> and I don't have that intent, man. To this day, like I'm not like trying to take you home, and like that's not the kind of brother I am. But I would like to talk and chill, kick it, anyways. But, which is uh, which is dude. Which is again. That's the move. That is the move, and dude, I still do that to this day. Like yeah. I'll meet somebody, you know. I, I, I before the whole pandemic or whatever, like I, I, I would be at like a lot of like concerts and shows with like the work I was doing and whatever. And you would just meet people all the time. And still that was like instilled in me where it would be like, no, let's just like get her name or be like, what's your like, what's your number? Or like, I'll yeah. see you at I'll, or, oh, you're going to be at this show in like two weeks. Like, cool. I'll see you then. Like, it was yeah. never like it was never this pressure. I'd be like, yeah, like, what's your Instagram? It was like, yeah. oh, no, I'll see you in two weeks. And yeah. like that always played better. Yeah. Then, like, you don't have to hit him with, yeah, you don't have to hit him with full course press. Yes. You know, the other thing that's cool is just being like, hey, you know what? It was really nice to meet you. And they're like, wait, what? You're not going to ask me for my phone number? Power move. It's like, nah, dude, because like it doesn't, 
It is. No, <laughs> you don't need it. Well, that's not going to change nah, anything. Yeah, dude. Like, nah, oh. man. It was. This is a cool little moment. I had a I had a really good friend named Linda, and I remember I was dating this chick, and Linda shared that man. This is one of the most poignant pieces of advice: is that a beautiful, attractive, super cool, like yeah. down to earth will talk to me about anything. Like, uh, uh, like I don't see her as often as I like to, but she's one of those people I can call and talk to her about something, and she's like gonna give me good feedback, give me new perspective, expand yes. my rights. But anyways, I remember I was talking to her, I was dating this chick, and uh, <clears throat> it was a hike. You know what I mean? But I didn't yeah. feel like she was the one. There were all these issues I was trying to figure out, and I remember Linda said something to me that, and when she said it, I was like. Oh, Dude, you're so right. She said, I was like, yeah, I don't know if she's the one, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I love her all like that, blah, blah. And she said, listen, she said, Tim, sometimes people come into our lives and they're only in our lives for a season. Sometimes yeah. that's a summer. Sometimes that's helping you get over somebody. Sometimes it's after college. But not every relationship is forever. And that's okay. So enjoy yeah. it while it's here. And when it ends, it ends. Yeah. And I was like, Damn, dude, that's good feedback. So sometimes we have moments with people, and it's it's just the moment, man, and that's okay. If it's meant to be more, then it'll be more. Somebody will, you know, do that thing. I, dude, I completely agree. And and again, like I've been a lot of people that listen to the podcast that I do now are like people that listen to the radio and however else they find me. And a lot of them are younger. Like the radio audience is a lot younger, like high okay. school, college, yeah. or whatever. And that's kind of why I love talking about this stuff is because it's like this is fucking great advice that like you kind of like uh, that I got when I was younger. And then I wish more people would like push upon other people now is like, that is there's my, no fucking man. rush to any of this. There's stuff. not, man. We're all trying to figure it out. We really are. One of the, one of the coolest things that ever happened to me, uh, I'll drag this out a little bit. I work with transition age youth. So essentially 16 to mm, 24. Or so yeah. youth and young adults who are transitioning into adulthood and so, you know, uh, I've done a lot of trainings in the area and work with that population. And I'm really passionate about that population. But I think it's so important to share that knowledge with them because they're just trying to figure it out. And a big yeah. misconception with young adults and youth is that, you know, Rob turns 18 and now Rob's an adult. And now Rob can do all these things that he couldn't do yesterday. You didn't yeah. suddenly learn how to address those skill step, those skill step, those skill deficits. Yeah. You still have those skill deficits. You're just an adult now, you know? And so, we have to do a better job of preparing these young adults for that transition to adulthood. But yeah. a big part of it is just sharing that knowledge, man. So to bring that full circle, man, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a couple years older than me, who I really look up to, man. Yeah, has his life figured out, had a house, had a career, you know, like, you know, yeah. somebody I really looked up to. And I remember I was having a tough go of it and I was chatting with him. We went and got a beer and we were chatting and he, I don't remember what I said to him, but I said something along those lines. I'm struggling. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. And he took a swig of his beer and he looked at me and he said, man, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. It was right. so comforting and affirming to hear that from somebody who I looked up to and who I respected so much. And she's like, nah, I'm trying to figure it out too, dude. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So I'm not that far off the path. Like we're all, we're, I'm not broken. I'm not weird. Yeah. You know, we're all trying to figure this shit out. A hundred percent, man. I think that that's something that definitely needs to be addressed more to like a younger audience is like you look to adults and assume they've got it figured out when you're just like, oh, no, you're just at a different point in your life still figuring it out. So, yeah, Yeah. and sure, you get a little bit older, you get some more wisdom, you get some experience and it does help and you can kind of navigate your life a little bit easier. But still, it's like 
you always and and I'm a big a big fan of having mentors and people who are more successful. I feel like one of the things I've always sort of done in my life is and and you're a perfect example again is like I've always sort of put myself around people who are older, who are smarter, who are funnier, who are more charismatic, like whatever it is, because I just want to keep learning. Like I know that like I don't have it figured out and the best position you could put yourself in is to be around people who not necessarily have it figured out, but just kind of maybe have it more figured out a little bit more than you do just based off of time and experience, you know? Yeah, man. Well said. Again, man, how humbling. I appreciate you putting me in that, uh, that category. Dude, you're such a big part of my, you know, young adult life for sure. And it's such a shame, man, that like we did lose contact and that's just part of life. And like, that's how it is. And I'd love that we're talking now and we're catching up and hopefully this will become a thing, man. I'd love to have you on the podcast more, dude. This is one of the most fun, engaging, like best conversations that I've had with a person in such a long time. And this is coming from a person who basically my entire fucking career is just having (laughs) conversations with people like, dude, I, I, I've, I did two other podcasts before this today. And not to say that those were bad conversations or they weren't fun or whatever, but it's like, I didn't get nearly a percentage of what I got out of this one. And I haven't fucking seen you in forever and, and whatever we do have that, like the background or whatever, but I don't know, man, it's just life's fucking tough and it's confusing and it's, and it's great to fucking have somebody in your corner that's like looking out for you or at least understands where you're coming from or where you're trying to go. And, I would love to hear more again. Like I know it's kind of getting a little bit late and I don't want to drag this too long and I want to do more of them. So we should probably maybe put a button on this one, but yeah, man, it's been, dude, it's been so fun. I I want to know, we we got to get you back on, man. We got to do another one because I want to hear more about you getting back to school and, and your whole journey uh, getting to where you are now. And I think we have a lot to talk about too, because you know, I'm a big, big fan of therapy and, and the fact that that's what you're doing right now. And and the fact that you're working with like a younger audience is super great too. So I want to maybe let's, we'll, we'll tease the fact that we're going to really get into to therapy and, and, and you getting to that point and where you're at now and all that stuff. Um, so if you're listening to this, there there will be more. There will definitely be more. And, hey. and, and again, I did rush this whole fucking episode. So we, we could get some time now to maybe sit and think uh, <laughs> about other fun stories and things. Cause I know if we sit and think about it, we could probably pull some fun <laughs> Rob and Tim, Tim stories out of all of this um, for sure. But buddy, dude, it's been so great talking to you, man. Um, I'm so glad you're doing well. Um and uh, and this has just been great, dude. I, I can't wait to do more of this. Yeah, bro. Co-sign on that, man. It's been great. Thank you for having me, man. It's been fun just to hang out and uh, just catch up, man. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing the conversation at some point. God, I, I love it, dude. And and uh, I know, like, it's it's interesting too because like podcasts have like almost become so popular that like they're kind of like a punchline now at some point where people are like well, why don't you just fucking start a podcast about it? And then you're like, hey, you, you should listen to this episode that we just did because, like, 
maybe if you did do a podcast about it like you would really like learn some shit and like catch up with an old pal and like talk about some real shit yeah like there's something to it when not to say that like me and you wouldn't have just caught up and like had a good conversation about like the past and the future and like whatever we're going through or whatever but like there's something about the fact that like it's recorded and like we got like microphones and like there's whatever that like makes you kind of a little bit more poignant with your with your you know with your thoughts and and whatever else so nice man good that's a really good point i'm excited yeah i'm excited i'm excited to listen back to this episode and i'm excited to uh to to take some notes and uh and uh, i know people are gonna love this my my best episodes i feel like are the ones where people hit me up and they're like dude that was so good like i can't wait to hear like whatever and and I, this is going to be one of those episodes. So, it's oh, been cool, fun. man! Cool, man! I look forward to that, man. I look forward to uh, some feedback. Yes, absolutely. In. All right, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to call it here. This will be this will be part one of the fucking Rob and Tim reunion. I absolutely loved it, um, and uh, yeah, part two is for sure fucking happening. So, make it happen. Keep keep, uh, keep listening for that. You know, man. Hey, much love to you, brother. Good to catch up with you, Ben. Of course. All right, don't hit that fucking end button yet, because I'm just gonna stop the recording, and then I got other shit I gotta say to you off <laughs> microphone. <laughs> that That's right. G14 classified. G14 classified. All right. All right. <laughs>